Welcome back, Lobos, to Honesty with Shaq HP. This hey, everyone. Here. Yep. Did you hear that voice? Leah is here to share all of her wonderful knowledge. Hi. <laughs> and then, of course, we have lovely Olive as well. Hi. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about COVID. This is our last COVID series um, for the semester. You guys know that COVID's nowhere. It's going nowhere. It's here to stay. And so we're really trying to help all of our students, faculty, staff, whoever you are, be safe during these times. So Olive, tell us why we have Leah back on this special edition. Well, so as we know, um, COVID is still here and present and as things are getting colder outside, you know, we're kind of like, how are we going to transition to everything that we had been doing outside to now doing it inside? I'm mm-hmm. um, kind of like the place that we were at last December. I'm like, yeah. how are we getting to get back into doing things inside again and doing things inside safely? That makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So Leah, in you, you haven't been with us in so long is what it feels like. Um, but for all of you that don't know, Leah does work for health promotion still. She's still here. Still here. Strong. <laughs> In the meantime, though, she's accomplished so much. We kind of gave her a break so she can take on life's challenges. But Leah, what have you been up to? Tell us all the amazing things that you've done. Yeah. So over this last semester or last summer or whatever it feels like, um, I am now a certified personal trainer and golf specialist um, for the National Academy of Sports Medicine. I achieved my certified health education specialist credentialing through CHES. Um, So two big things. And then I am graduating with my master's uh, this Friday. for Masters of Public Health. So super exciting stuff, but I'm here on this podcast today to give you some tips and tricks as a personal trainer on how to navigate the gym. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You are a superwoman, wonder woman. I don't know any of those other superheroes. I'm super tired today, so. (laughs) (laughs) We're all super tired. (laughs) That's one of our like superhero moves. Right? (laughs) Super (laughs) tired. I love it. If you're listening to this, Leah did three big things that take people years and years to do in one year. She's your motivation through finals to help you push. But on to what you're actually here for, Leah. Um, Gym safety. So tell us, how do we go to the gym and still be safe? Yeah. So in the state of New Mexico, it is still mandated by the governor to wear a mask indoors. So of course, beyond wearing your mask, which is required, um, wash your hands and, or use hand sanitizer. And of course use normal gym etiquette and even higher than normal, wipe down all your equipment before and after you use it. If you go to choose or to planet fitness, or if you go to Johnson gym, they have so many sanitizing stations with towels and, you know, sanitizing, um, spray. So make sure you use that. Don't skip that step. It's super important. Um, also it's essential to avoid spending extended periods of time around other people. Of course, we've been talking about social distancing all throughout the pandemic, but try to do this as much as possible at the gym. So if this is, you know, getting on a stair stepper, that's one away from someone else, um, you know, make sure you have a buffer in between yourself and someone else. So if that's skipping the treadmill, if all those are taken and going to a bike where it's a little bit more secluded, do that to keep your, your health and safety up. 
Um, also try to go avoid going to the gym at peak hours. I know this is super hard, especially with all of our schedules, but if you can make it to where there's 30% or 50% less people in the gym, that'll ensure you being, um, you know, healthy and as safe as possible. Cause you're not around so many people. If you do go to the gym during peak hours, try rotating your location out. So you're not in one area for one for a specific time for more than like 10 to 15 minutes at a time. Um, you know, research has shown that if we're in so like in a very crowded place for more than 15 minutes, it increases our risk exponentially. So make sure that you, you know, switch it up every 15 minutes. Shorter workouts could also help achieve the same goal. Um, I am a huge advocate and big fan of only being at the gym for 45 minutes to an hour and switching things up. So if you could do a circuit of, you know, 10 minutes on the treadmill, doing a circuit of two to three exercises at one place for 15 minutes, moving to a different location, doing some core by yourself at the end, stretching by yourself at the end. Um, you'll still get maximize your workouts, but you're kind of switching it up, moving around, and you're not around a ton of people for longer than 45 minutes to an hour. That's why um, I like Johnson gym. Cause it's so yeah. spread out. Like you can totally move around that gym a hundred percent and never even come in contact with another person. If, if you choose to. It's super true. And downstairs, there's a lot of people normally on the weight machines, but remember there are pods above the track. Um, so around the walking indoor track at Johnson, there are little pods of the same machines that are downstairs in the weight room, but they're usually never taken. There's also a functional training room that sometimes personal trainers at Johnson will be able to close off. But most of the time it's, if there's no sign there, anyone can use it. And there are the same machines down there for squatting, for deadlifting upstairs that there are downstairs where all those mm -hmm. people normally are. So um, make sure you check out the upstairs area. It's not just for cardio. There's a bunch of different spots up there too. And in South gym, they still have what was an old Johnson gym up. They put some of the machines up there, right? So there's even more machines mm -hmm. the South gym. Totally. Exactly. It's so nice. And I know that the weather is getting a little bit colder and usually in Albuquerque or New Mexico or wherever you're staying, um, you know, we, we could do cardio outdoors normally, but it is pretty cold right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course we, I always recommend, and the CDC also recommends if the weather is nice, try to move your workout outside. Um, especially in New Mexico, since you don't have to wear a mask outside, make sure you're in a secluded place, but you could do a park workout by yourself and, you know, be able to get that full, um, full air quality and that you're might not be getting in the gym, especially since you have to wear a mask. That makes total sense. I can't do cardio with a mask on. It's really hard. It's so difficult, if I can, for sure. Yeah, just go do some cardio outside and then come in and lift weights. It's much easier. Totally. And then people are probably asking like, oh, do you have to go to the gym? Like, why is the gym important? Why are we pushing people to get exercise and take care of themselves? That's a great question. So the CDC recommends that regular exercise is one of the most important interventions in improving your health, reducing incidents of chronic illnesses, and ensuring that you're living a long and healthy life. And so um, when we talk about regular exercise, like what does that mean? So regular exercise is usually um, two, three or four times a week doing 30 minutes of you know higher intensity. And higher intensity, um, to be very broad is just doing a little bit more than going for a slow walk. So like a brisk walk, something a little quicker, maybe doing the elliptical for 15 minutes, anything that gets your heart rate up, your blood pumping um, faster, your heart moving a little faster, um, keeps your cardiovascular 
um, health up. And that includes regular exercise or even just like cleaning your house can be regular exercise. If you're getting your heart rate up for 30 minutes, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're cleaning your house one day and then you go to the gym and get on the elliptical for 30 minutes, and then the next day you do an outdoor quick walk with your dogs, all of that equals regular exercise, as long as you're doing it more than a few times a week. And that's like, if people are talking about like, heart rates, that's where you're at your fat burning and cardio heart rate, right? It's not just your resting heart rate, because that's not moving your body. That's not getting your heart rate elevated. Yeah, resting heart rate is like when you wake up in the morning, or when you're sitting in a chair, or when you're not doing a lot of physical exercise, fat burning is going to be when you're at um, a mid heart range, like 60 to 70% of your max heart rate Mm -hmm. um, for an extended period of time. And then high intensity is like 80 to 95% of your max heart rate. That's when you're sweating, you can't talk. um, And you're just going as hard as you can, maybe sprinting or on a bike for a long time. But um, a good way to measure this is called the talk test. So if you're at the gym and you can talk to someone and hold a short conversation, you're in a good fat burning stage or a good cardiovascular stage because you're able to talk and your heart rate's up and you're probably sweating. And if you can do this for about 30 minutes, that's ideal. Um, but if you're sprinting and you can't talk, then you failed the talk test, which is, which is fine. It just means that your heart rate is in a higher, um, rate or heart range than if it was just in like cardiovascular improvement. Um, which is more like sprinting and stuff like that. So that, that brings me to my next question, I guess, like, let's say, you know, we're trying to stay safe during COVID. So we're bundling up and we're going for a brisk walk outside our heart. Like my, let's say my heart rate doesn't get up that high. Right. So instead of 30 minutes of activity, let's say I do an hour. Can that like kind of balance out the, um, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like Instead of going hard for half an hour, I can go for like moderate for an hour. Yeah, you can totally do that. And then just make sure you're doing that a couple times a week. So Mm -hmm. your heart doesn't get used to just doing it one day a week. It's being pushed to do it multiple times a week. Or if you want to go on a really slow bike ride, I love to go on slow runs, like 11 minute miles. Um, where you're kind of like just walking quickly. <laughs> 11 minute miles. I'm like, Phew, I don't even know if I can run in 11 yeah, minutes. Right. <laughs> you could do that. Or walking, you know, two or three miles a day at like a steadier pace. And even if you have to take breaks, it's just good for your body to get moving. And remember to stay home if you're sick. Don't go work out when you're sick. Don't go to class if you're sick get tested, consider working out at home. If you're scared to go to the gym, my anxiety is pretty high. That's why I don't go during peak times. And I won't say which gym, but I canceled my gym membership because there were too many people there and they weren't regulating how many people were wearing a mask because it was unmanageable to check everyone who was Mm -hmm. walking through that door while they were working out for two to three hours at a time. So I canceled my membership there at that gym because I didn't feel safe going. And so consider working out at home. And if this is your first time thinking about going back to the gym or exercising in a year since the pandemic, just take it easy. Don't go back to what you used to be doing a year ago. Since your body might not have time to adjust, you might hurt yourself. So make sure you start slowly, give your body time to adjust. If you don't have motivation after taking a long gym break, it may be hard to find some motivation to get yourself back in the gym or going on walks more frequently, but don't get yourself down. Um, Don't go to the gym with a complicated routine. That'll just decrease your motivation because you're not in that mindset yet. 
um, and create routines that are manageable or set up a, an activity challenge with your friends through your watch or through social media or whatever. And remember, you can always use SMART goals. These are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So for example, this would look like I am going to go to the gym three times a week for 30 minutes minimum um, every week per month. So that's measurable. You can track how long you were there. It's timely. You have an end date of one month. It's realistic. You can make it three days a week and for 30 minutes. You're not saying that like you're going to go to the gym for two and a half hours, six times a week. That's not realistic with, you know, school or work or whatever. And then also you can do home workouts. So um, I really, really like um, Apple Fitness Plus. I really like Peloton. They have a lot of good free workouts that you don't have to purchase um, to start out with if you're starting your home workout journey or try Group Hit. It's G-R-O-U-P-H-I-I-T, high intensity interval training. Um, it's a fantastic, amazing um, program. And I know the people who run it and they have online programs for all levels of exercise to burn fat, build muscle, and they're free on-demand workouts. And then if you like it, you can subscribe just like Apple Fitness Plus or Peloton and stuff. So make sure you check them out. They have some really great um, YouTube workouts. That's on YouTube, you said. The... The, yeah, they have their own website okay. or you can find their YouTube workouts too. Awesome. I like when they give you um, chances to try it before you actually do it. And, you know, Lobos, we're talking about COVID safety. We're talking about working out um, because that also helps your immune system. That's going to help keep your homeostasis in check. And so that way you can continue to, you know, have that strong immune system that we need. It's not working out isn't only to lose weight, to gain muscle. It's also just to keep your mental health at bay as well, Um, you know, to keep that balanced state, to keep your immune system up. Um, there's so many different benefits of even just walking every morning or whatever the case may be. Um, and then if you guys do have any more questions about that, you can always refer to our pharmacist podcast where we did talk about boosting your immunity and we did talk about working out there as well. You can take a look at that. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. And I recently got that weird like head cold, chest cold that was going around. I got tested for COVID. I got tested for strep. I got tested for the flu. Came out negative for all of those because I always forget there's just normal cold season going on (laughs) on top of the pandemic, on top of the flu pandemic. Um, So make sure when you are, if you were sick and you're trying to get back into working out or just exercising for your overall well-being, just like Tiffany said, not for fat loss, not for muscle building, just to take care of yourself as a human being. Um, Make sure you take it slow don't overwork your body, don't stress your immune system out, and make sure you're getting enough sleep. Sometimes exercise is, all the time exercise is important, but sometimes it's just really important to make sure you're getting enough sleep, and then going for a 30-minute walk, or, and then, but just take it slow. And then whatever online, if you're going to be working out from home, or any online programs you're choosing, make sure you do your research on who is putting out those programs. I know I'm saying this, yes, because I am certified through national credentialing, but the people that do have to go through national certifications have to learn injury prevention. They have to learn about the human movement, body system, fitness assessments, you know, nutrition best practices, anatomy, speed, agility, client interaction, professional development. 
all of these things equal out to injury reduction for you. So if you are going online and just Googling a workout and you don't know who it's from, they might not have gone through all of the certifications and recommendations. And I'm not saying that people who don't have certifications are amazing at working out and having program plans. They probably are. I'm just saying that if you do want to only, um, you know, work out with someone who has their credentialing or something, it's probably that they know a little bit more about injury prevention. But I've met so many people in the field, um, you know, that don't have credentialing and are great at injury prevention and know more than I do. So I'm just saying, do your research, um, mm-hmm. educate yourself on who's training you, who's making those programs. And you know, you know your body better than anyone else. So if they're telling you to do 15 more of whatever, and your body says, I can't do it, and you've already pushed yourself past your limit, do not hurt yourself. And it's hard because I know being a personal trainer, people look up to you for motivation and you know pushing yourself a little bit harder than you know, you would push yourself here in the gym by yourself, but make sure you know your limit of I'm pushing myself as hard as I can, or I'm going to get hurt. So make sure you're not getting hurt. Don't give yourself an injury, you know, right before the holiday season, um, whoever you're trusting for your workouts, make sure you trust them with or without a certification and, um, just listen to your body. Your body will tell you what's best for yourself. And if you can't do 65 push-ups for a starting workout start with 25 knee push-ups or whatever you can do you know so don't feel bad if you can't do something in a workout that they're pushing you to do um because you know your body listen to your body it always tells you what's right I think it's easy to forget that you know working out is part of self-care you know and taking that step into taking care of yourself and I think that's definitely something that I need to work on is incorporating working out into my self-care routine itself. That's a, that's a great point, Olive. And I always like, I'm always really hard on myself because being a personal trainer, I'm like, I need to be in the gym all the time. I need to be working out and setting an example. And sometimes it's okay to not be in the gym. Sometimes it's okay to take my dogs on a 45 minute walk and not give myself a hard time for not making it to the gym during my lunch because I'm busy. We all have classes or finals or midterms or school or home life. And it's okay to take a couple weeks off. It's okay to take a month off. It's okay to take a year off, but whenever you want to go back, just make sure you're being, be okay with being at a new starting position. Cause what I used to do is go back and go as hard as I did a year ago or six months ago or a month ago. And that's when you hurt yourself. So make sure you, you know, you're being aware and conscious of this is self-care and it's okay wherever I'm starting. It's okay to start here. And I'm okay with myself, with my journey and my process going forward. Um, And I love, I forgot who said this, but self-care is the things that you do every day that aren't necessarily fun, but are good for yourself in the long run. So it's not just getting, you know, your nails done, which is great self-care. I do that all the time. Or, (laughs) you know, it's drinking water every day and making sure you're eating small meals and taking care of your body because food is energy and fuel for your brain and for your body and, you know, working out or doing a 20 minute yoga session or whatever, whatever working out is for you. You're totally right. All of it is self-care. It's the little things every day that you do that aren't necessarily fun, but, um, you know, they take care of your body. That's the most important thing. Well, yeah. If you didn't make us all want to go to the gym now, I don't know what will all of you ready Let's change and go. <laughs> I know we need to go right now. Right after. <laughs> I know we're still motivated. (laughs) Well, thank you, Leah, for joining Olive and I. It was so great to have you back on here. And you'll be hearing a lot more of Leah again 
as she graduates with her master's and um, yeah, she'll bring you more fun topics. And Olive is also graduating um, next week. And so um, hopefully you'll hear some more of her before she graduates. But if not, thank you so much, Olive, for doing this um, sequence of events with us and a podcast. And I value you both. You guys are such amazing individuals and do great for the public health world. Um, All right, Lobos, remember, working out can be safe. Uh, Keep your distance, wear your mask, sanitize your machines. Don't be that person. Um, And work out for you. No one else. On that note, this has been Honest Tea with Shaq HP. Bye, Lobos. Bye. Bye.